Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. Episode 171, 171 Hebrew Congregation of Houston. Welcome back. Welcome back. I know a lot of you uh, are still with your families and friends, uh, people. They uh, celebrated the holiday. We pray and hope that everyone was safe. And so um, the Lord gave me today of self-care. A lot of times during this, you have a lot of people that are depressed during this time because someone's not at the table or, you know, family members drink, they get into it or whatever it may be, or you feel like you don't have enough money, whatever it may be, the devil is a liar. And so at this time, it's really important uh, that you take what self-care. So what is self-care? Glad you asked. So is anything that supports you to feel well manage the stressors in your life and show up as your better self that's self-care and the other definition is the practice of taking action taking action to preserve or improve one's own health and so self-care what, what what's going on here let's talk about yeshua and self-care so the woman with the alabaster box you know in luke 7 a lot of times they didn't let women come and be around men, especially someone like Yahshua, who y'all call Jesus. And so he said, no, let her in. And so, of course, he already knew what she was going to do. She had an alabaster, alabaster box with, with some oil. And these uh, other people was like, oh, she could sell that. No, she was sobbing. She put it on his feet. She massaged his feet. And she also rubbed it with her hair, wiped her hair with his feet, right? That was a self-care moment that Yahshua had, that he allowed someone to self-care and love on him, all right? Let's talk about when Lazarus was sick. Um, so Lazarus in John 11, he's sick and everybody's like, Yahshua, come on, come on. You know, Lazarus sick, come on, come on. A lot of times you have that. And sometimes I know people are calling on me and I have to take a deep breath and tell myself, slow down. No, slow down. You're going to make it. It's, everything's going to be okay. It doesn't matter if you're, if you're a little bit late. Slow down. And so Yahshua, he didn't, he didn't just rush over there. He came. He was dead for four days. They were showing out. Oh, you should have came. You should have been here. Now he's dead, this and that. And he, and he, his spirit was vexed by that because he was like, they have little faith. It wasn't about Lazarus dying. It was about the faith that they had in him. And what he made Lazarus rise, right? Let's talk about uh, in, in, in Mark 6 and 31, he told his disciples to rest. He said, you all haven't been eating. You apostles, you disciples, I want you to go and rest. And he says, come with me by yourself to a quiet place and get you some rest. Rest was important. Yahshua, he rests at times, okay? Uh, Matthew 14, that's when uh, he walks on the water right and so uh peter was all upset and come on now the water is turbulent again he said calm down in my time take a deep breath he didn't let that anxiety overtake him because of the people in need of him and his time i'm talking to somebody right now we're talking about self-care matthew 4 that's when he was tempted in the wilderness He's fasting and praying. He's taking some time with the Lord, our Yahweh. And here come the devil. Oh, if, if you the son, if you this and you that. And a lot of times 
That's family members and friends and family doing that, the haters. When you're taking some self-care and you're not jumping through the hoops for them or you're not running around for them or you're not spending your money on them. They'll call you every name in the book. Take a deep breath. You don't have to get mad because you already know what it is. You're taking some self-care for yourself. So you don't want to get upset. You just step away from that and say, I'm just taking some time for myself. Jealousy, haters, okay? And so the self-care is important right now. You're going to have to take some time with Yahshua, our Yahweh, our Lord. And you're going to have to take some time for yourself. But what, what do I need to do? Live your life. Go on your vacation. We have the Daniels family right now. They're on vacation. Uh, Rabbi and Sister Lisa, they just came off vacation. I take trips. Take that vacation. Take a drive. Sometimes you can't afford it. Just take a drive and go to the park. Get that massage. Get that facial. Get your nails done. Get your wellness checked. A lot of times you riding everybody else to the ER. You don't even have time to get your own blood checked and check on yourself. Yeah, you're the matriarch, matriarch of the family, but still take some time. You're the head of the family. Take some time to get your wellness, get your blood work done. Do what you need to do for yourself, your checkup. Eliminate and cut off people who cause sickness and pain. If somebody calling you, causing you sickness and pain, every time you talk to them, you feel down. Every time you're around them, you get a headache, you're cussing. You need to cut that off. That's part of self-care is dealing with your spirit. And people will turn you into something you're not or take you back to who you used to be. That's not good. Cut it off. And I'm even talking about uh, boyfriends and marriages. If somebody's beating on you, because, oh, the Bible, and then they'll use the Bible. Oh, they said you shouldn't be uh, divorced unless it, it's uh, fornica uh, adultery or dying. If somebody's beating and whooping your behind. You need to come up out of that, period. Self-care. I'm talking to somebody right now. Buy that outfit. Read your Bible and meditate. Shut your phone off for a while. I turn my phone off at a certain time. Turn it off. Get some time with the Lord. Talk to him. Stand on his promises. That's another thing. Don't let the devil, like he was tempting Yahshua in the desert. If God told you, then stand on it. He told you. He, he didn't tell them. Sometimes you can't take them with you. <laughs> you have to what? Cut them off. Pruning before you go into where he told you, he showed you're going to be. It's part of life. It doesn't feel good, but it's self-care. You're going to have to get some self-care for yourself. If you're depressed all the time, if you're having suicidal thoughts, if you're feeling down, you're going to have to get around some positive people. You're going to have to meditate and you're just going to have to change some things in your life. We're going to have to go after, life isn't just about working every day and paying your bills. Go get yourself a nice meal. Go watch a movie. I want to end with the, uh, a scripture, Isaiah 55 and 11. Isaiah 55 and 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. 
it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the things in which I sent it. Whatever God said he's going to do, and it's going to accomplish, it's going to be done. And be careful what come out your mouth, because you can speak things into existence, bad things and good things. So practice that self-care. Practice being positive. Your wellness for yourself. Anybody want to add to that? Well, I think that's very important with the holidays coming and, and what people go through. We've been through a, a, enough, we as the Hebrew Israelites. We were, we were born into a lot of things against us from broken homes and, and the food not being right with, with medical issues and just coming out. Your mother pushing you out was a miracle. Okay? So I want you to take some self-care for yourself. I was going through my um, playlist this morning, and sometimes I, I have songs that remind me of Yahshua and the Lord, and sometimes they just be love songs. They don't even be uh, these Christian songs. And I uh, had this love song that reminded me of him this morning because you have to love on him. You have to talk to him like that's your husband because that's your first covering, right? And then your husband, if you have one, is your second. But just like your husband, you got to ask the Lord, should I give this money or should I do this? You got to check with him. You got to talk to him every day. You got to wake up and say, I love you. Just like you, 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 you have a, a spouse. If you don't, you do that with him, an intimate relationship with the Lord. And so I had this song and, and uh, I just want to play it. We do not own any rights to the music. Be here. This is for Yahshua from from me to hell. Thank you, Lord. 
This ain't for the weak. You gotta be sold out. You gotta be in love with him. understanding he'll give you. Father God, we come before you as humble as we know how, Father God. We give it all to you. Anything that we said or done right now, we say that we're sorry right now, Father God. We invite you in right now. We invite you into our homes. We invite you into our businesses. We invite you into every aspect of our life that we have right now. We lift your name on high as we face east and we pray to you on this Sabbath day as the skies of the heavens are open right now and you're chosen, the Hebrew Israelites, as we cry out to you as the nation cries out to you as the world cry out to you you said every stone is going to turn and every knee is going to bow every rock will cry out father god we give it to you you're the highest of the high you're the king of the king you're the doctors of the doctors you are love you have a goppy love for us we thank you right now we thank you for the love that you have for us. We thank you for the divine intervention right now. We thank you for there's no suicides taking place right now. We thank you that when the place is missing at the table, that there will be memories and not depression right now. We thank you that we know that there's a transition and there's not a death that happened right now. We thank you that we will see our loved one once again right now. We lift that spirit of depression right now. We lift that spirit of greed right now. We lift that spirit of capitalism right now in these holidays we lift it off of your people right now and we ask that your spirit rest in the body upon us lord we open right now for you and we give it all to you we are nothing without you we thank you for another opportunity we love you lord we love you we give it all to you this is we ask in our yashua lord jesus christ's name amen the Daniels family, if you can go ahead and do the prayer. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. 
We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Sometimes you just gotta just say thank you. Hallelujah. That's all he really wants from us is a thank you and a hallelujah. He deserves that from us. He deserves that from you. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. That's hallelujah. all he really wants is for you to acknowledge him and then thank him and say hallelujah. Thank him and say hallelujah. I dare you, you to touch the screen and say thank you, hallelujah. hallelujah. Thank you, hallelujah. hallelujah. In name, Yahweh, we love you. Thank hallelujah. you, hallelujah. hallelujah. The devil's hallelujah. a liar. Hallelujah. Just praise hallelujah. him. That's all he wants you to do is praise hallelujah. him. You can't give him nothing else. You have nothing else to offer him but your praise. Thank you, hallelujah. hallelujah. He said, thank you, hallelujah. hallelujah. And he will show up and show out in your life. Hallelujah. 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 Thank yes. you, hallelujah. 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 Yes. You have so much to be grateful for. Quit murmuring, complaining. You live your life. People are transitioning and they're in a better place. They are happy. The time and the date was there. Just say thank you. Hallelujah. There's a new one living God. And he's worthy to be praised. The devil has no power unless you give it to him. Stop giving away your power. Hallelujah. Thank you, hallelujah. Self-care for yourself. These jobs aren't everything. Take some self-care for yourself. When you go and you just a number to them, they'll replace you next week and won't even send flowers. Hallelujah. Take some time with your children and your grandchildren and teach them the way of the Lord, your fruit. That's what you're responsible for. Thank you. Hallelujah. That's all you want is your praise. You want to celebrate Thanksgiving. That's what you need to be doing. Thank you. Hallelujah. That's the thanks. I'm sorry. Uh, go ahead, Daniel's family. I had to get that out. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He deserves our highest praise. He deserves our Highest praise. He deserves our highest praise. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He deserves our Highest praise, he deserves our highest praise, he deserves our highest praise, hallelujah. 
glory hallelujah hallelujah glory hallelujah Something just wasn't, it was just feeling like it wasn't right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And as a quote, Lisa began to, a quote, Lisa began to praise and she said something and it just, it did that wrong in my head. And so I said, you know, let's just sing and give glory to God before we begin to um, open the gates of the Torah, open up glory. God's word. We just wanted to break the nervousness that was on us i was just feeling a little off <laughs> he deserves our highest praise hallelujah in all that we say and all that we do and every blessing that we give amen Blessed are you, Yahoo, Adonai, our power, King of the universe, who has sanctified us with his commandments and commanded us to study the Torah. Yahuwah, Elohim, Yahuwah, 
vacation they said we we're gonna sing but when the spirit moves it just moves and you have to <laughs> go where this where the spirit moves and guides and so the parashah uh genesis 28 to 32 and the new parashah for next week will be genesis 32 for first up to the 36 43rd verse genesis 32 through 36 up to the 43rd verse we thank you rabbi offshalom ben yakov and first lady sister lisa we love you all we thank you for the teachings and your diligence in coming on each and every week and pouring out to us. You have the screen. Hmm. Shabbat shalom, everyone. Shabbat shalom. We're thankful for to be here again. Uh, another Shabbat and and uh, a shout out to the to the Daniels out there <laughs> on the water. I love being out there in that blue water. <laughs> I do. I love that blue water. Mm. Maybe next time. <laughs> but uh, we're going to get into the Parashah, Parashah-ish. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to uh, keep it brief today. He said Parashah-ish because last time that's what my, my teaching was, was ish, which, which means the characteristics of something, but, but not totally it. But go ahead. <laughs> we talked about the Jew-ish, but go yeah. ahead. 
So yeah, it's um, it's a joy, right? To be able to relax, and that's what Sabbath is all about, right? Uh, um, earlier, Codisa uh, was talking about self care. We get to do it every day, and especially on the Shabbat, right? Self care is when you can reattach yourself to the Father every week, every seven days. We get to do it every week, any any, and it sets so it teaches us a principle of relaxation, self-reflection, and, you know, uh, shut off the world system. It's like we're in a different place today. This is a Shabbat. It's rest. It, and, and it's to help us to re-recuperate, re okay? Every week we can do it. Every week. And, and we're not alone because the angels of the presence and the angels of the sanctification are with us. And uh, it doesn't matter where we are. He is with us. You know, and we have to understand it, understand that, you know, no matter where we go. You know, there's a, in our prayers and things and, and in the customs that have been, and uh, have been passed on to us, one of them, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. It doesn't make sense to me. Okay. It, and it's this, and this is just Rob Absalom speaking from, from what I feel is we go to the bathroom uh, and, and we have a prayer that we pray before we go to the bathroom. And when we come out of the restroom, using the restroom, right? To, so there's two prayers, a better coat. But the thing is, it, the, 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 the thing that the, the prayer makes sense, you know, but the thing is that there's nowhere that we can go that our father's not there. Nowhere. You can't go anywhere. He's there. He sees you. He sees everything. But it's as if when, when, when it's passed on to us, it's like he's off limits. He doesn't go in there. It doesn't make sense. Does that make sense to you? If he there's nothing can exist outside of him, there's no place you can go that he can't go. But we pray this prayer. But you know, he accepts the prayer because we're his children. And he says, okay, you know, even in your foolishness, I can see the power in your foolishness. So he allows us to do that, you know. But, you know, he's there. And you don't want him to be gone because if he's gone, that means you don't exist. Right? So that's just some of the things that we have to, you know, I can ponder in my mind. And I'm sure you all do the same thing. There are certain things that you just think about, you know, and say, why do we do that? Does it make sense? It practically it doesn't make sense to me, especially when you talk about our father. But, you know, we're here in the creation and we we have certain laws that have been established for us to live by and there are certain principles that we live by and there are things that we can do in this realm that can change the trajectory of our lives. The decisions that we make can change drastically sometimes. And the things that we say, as, as spoken earlier, the things that we say can change the trajectory of your life. I've said some things out of foolishness and they come to pass and I'm living them now. But there are things that I spoke out of my spirit and they came to pass. And I'm glad that they came to pass, you know. But I want you to understand this. I have no regrets for the life that I've been given by the Father in this place because I know that he's been with me the whole time. And whether I spoke out of foolishness or out of faith, he was always there. When I spoke out of foolishness, he delivered me out of my foolishness. 
And when I walked into the faith, I still, and I actually still got rewarded in my foolishness. Somehow there's a reward in there because I learned something. You know, I learned something. Amen. And so we said, what does this have to do with the parish all today? Well, think about Yaakov. You know, when this parish all begins in, in, in the early in the chapter, chapter 20, it's at the end when, when, when uh, Yisov realized that his father wasn't happy and mother, his parents were not happy with the wives that he had chosen. So he determined in his mind to get one of his relatives' wives, which was Ishmael. He went to the Ishmaelites and got wives from there. You see? So again, in his foolishness, his father wasn't, and his mother weren't pleased with it. So he tried to do something to correct that. You know? And and he, as it says, you know, Yah loved uh, Jacob, but he hated Esau and all these kind of things. You know, we get into this kind of foolishness. But, you know, but he has a different way of, of, of things than we do. His ways are far above ours. But we know that Esau wanted to please his parents. He wanted to honor his father and his mother, even his mistakes. And our children do the same thing. We've done the same thing. We've done the same thing, but our parents have been there. Grandparents and our ancestors have been for us all that they're still with us. In family, we make mistakes. Family is going to forgive. Family is the strongest thing that we have. Family. Family. Strive to hold the family. Fight for the family. Yaakov, at this time, when his brother is going back to get wise, Yaakov is on his way to get his start his family. He's on the road. Let me read a little bit of this for you, because I want to. I want us to, and, and remember when I'm reading this thing. Another thing I want to remind us is, and I, I've seen this happen time and time again. Let's not forget who we are and where we came from. Let's not forget that, and the, and the scripture reminds us who we are and where we came from. Many times, when we enter into the, the this this way that we've been awakened to. We've been revived to the revival is taking place and we're being resurrected back to or Teshuvah. We're returning to the Torah. We think that when we come in, we have to lay aside the holiness part of, of who we are. In other words, it's kind of like, how can I, how can I do this? When we're growing up in our in the churches, in the church, the preachers will get up and preach Holy Ghost, especially in the Holy Baptist Church. I don't care which church you go to. Generally, if you go into an African church, it's going to be lively. And, and we say the spirit is high, right? And, and, and miracles are performed and, and people are delivered from the heaviness of the week. Listen, the heaviness of the week on that seventh day. Well, we were on the wrong day at that time. Basically, most of us, many of us were on the wrong day. We were on the, on the first day of the week when we should have been on the seventh day of the week. But, 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 but the spirit is high, which again is another thing we have to consider. Even though we were on the wrong day and following the wrong way, according to the scripture, listen to this, according to the scripture, we were on the first day when we should have been on the seventh day. Even though we were on the wrong day, and I'm saying that out of, because I have a witness of the scripture, I have many witnesses of the scripture. He still moved amongst us. He still healed us. He still delivers us. He's our father. Even in the error, he still, if we, if our heart is right, if your heart 
is in the right direction. See, he's not, he's not ever going to forsake you, ever turn his back on you. He's there because we've done it. I know I did it. I'm speaking about me, not you. I'm speaking about me. I did it. And I knew the way. And he was there. He showed me miracles. He showed me signs. I saw them signs. I saw the miracles. He kept me alive to the day. So, so, you know, let's not forget when we come into this Hebrew Israelite walk or in this Yehudim, walk as Yehudim, as Jews. We walk in this. Let's not lay aside the power of the anointing that is in us as his children. Because if we call him father and he says we are his children, that means we have a certain anointing in us, a certain power in us that is inherently birthed in us because we are his. He says, Israel is my firstborn son. And if we are his, his, his children, then we have that in us. And that's the reason why I believe the reason why when we in our churches, in our synagogue, we should allow room for the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit to flow and not be afraid to allow that move, that, that move to take place in our services, in our congregations. People have said that, that and again, I'm going back to, the, to, to, to our, uh, a lot of the, the things that we receive now, that healing, is it lawfully healed on the Shabbat? You know, yes, it is. You know, I, I'm gonna have to cut this back because I'm going too far on the other side of y'all. But but healing is every day. It's good. It's a good word. He does not want his children to be bound by sickness and disease. That's organic and mental or spiritual. He doesn't want you to be bound. So on the Shabbat, or when we come together as a people and we are agreeing as a people, he moves on our behalf because he wants us to return. He he allowed us to do that on the, on the first day of the week because he's crying out, he's moving toward us. He wants us to come back to the contract on the Sabbath day, the seventh day. Amen. And, 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 and Yaakov, when he's in Laban's house, he stayed in Laban's house seven years for Rachel, but he got Leah instead. But it was seven. Seven years. And after the seventh year, on the seventh year, he said, where's my wife? And he said, this is not the one that I went for. You know, Seven more. He says, give me, give me seven more. Seven more. Those are sabbatical. Those are like the year of release, the year of setting free at that seventh year. Seven. It's sevens. It's seven. He did it again. So that's 14 years. Those are sevens. And then he said, well, you know, just hang out a little bit more. So I said, seven more years, 21 years of hanging out with Laban, who was tricking him into it, just so that he could take his family, build a nucleus of his family. And he, and he prospered in those sevens. Seven. The seventh day. Every week. Seven years. And then we have other sevens. Seven weeks of sevens. You see, these are, these are, he's trying to tell us something. He's trying to tell us something, you see. And, and, and Yaakov, let me, let me, I said I was going to read, let me read something. It says, Yaakov went out from Beersheba. By the way, Beersheba is where you'll find a lot of the Ethiopian, the Ethiopian Jews, Beersheba. Okay. It says, and he went toward Haran and he lighted on a certain place and tarried there all night. All night. 
in a place. What happens at nighttime? You 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 know it's dark. You're not going to do any traveling unless you got headlights. And I don't think they had headlights back then. They may have. I don't think so. But he laid down to sleep. The body is designed to sleep at night, right? So he he gets down. He gets there. It's night. And he's going to rest. He says because the sun was set. So do you think he prayed before he laid down? Do you think he prayed? Sun was set and he laid down. He says, I believe will because Abraham would, you know. He says, and he took the stones of that place and put them under his head. Brother, if you ain't got the right kind of head, you ain't gonna sleep on those stones. <laughs> you know, you, you you got to have a fro. <laughs> you got to have lamb wool so you can lay down there, brother. You got to lay you oh uh, you you get that smoke, you can't lay you 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 have knots all over your head. You better get you a fro, get you a wig. <laughs> you don't have one, get you a fro wig and lay on that baby. You know, you get you a pillow at, at night. What they make pillow? They make a lot of feathers and they have something soft. You know, you brother, you got to check it out. Scripture tell you something. You know, check it. Scripture can't tell you something. That brother had woolly head. You know, I had some brothers. Ooh, we grew up in high, back in the, I don't know y'all know about this, but back in the 70s, we grew them, them Afros. Angela Davis afros, you know, big ones, you know, big old, big old fro. That's them brothers, you know. Some people try to imitate that, can't do it. It's got to be real. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And we got people that are ashamed of their hair because of wool, they call it nappy hair. Yeah, nappy hair is a beautiful hair. Protects your head, you know. It's a beautiful thing. We're creating an image of the father. Beautiful thing. Touch that. Everybody wants to touch that hair. Don't put their hand. So if people meet you, they want to touch. Put your hand in your head. Touch your hair. Why you want to touch my hair? It's anointed hair. You don't need to touch that hair. I'm trying to pull my hair out. I don't know what kind of demons you got trying to put on my head. Get out of my head, man. Don't touch my head. I don't want to touch yours. If I want to touch yours, I go pet my dog. <laughs> you know. So anyway, let me get on. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. I'm trying to. Get, lay something out for you. Don't be ashamed of, you know, we got, I had a brother tell me I had the, I got the good hair. What? Where you get that stupid, stupid stuff from? The nappier, the better. <laughs> get you some kink. Then you get a good hair. Then you got the good hair. That's the good hair. <laughs> you know, tell me, that's just foolishness. You know that? That's all foolishness. But father, he smiled on He said, he's my children. They don't know no better. <laughs> they don't know no better. He's looking at us now and say, my son don't know what he is. He just lay it. Just leave it alone, son. <laughs> you know. But he's our father. He's smiling. He's, he say, they trying. He said, we trying. At least we're trying. You know. And so he lay down in the place to sleep. And he dreamed. And behold, a ladder set up on the earth. Listen, listen. Dreams. Dreams are so important to us. Dreams is like a gateway into the spiritual realm. It says, it is written that the dream is 160th of prophecy. Some people don't dream at all. Some people dream every once in a while. And I'll tell you a little something. You may not know it, but you're dreaming. It's just that you're in such a place that you don't remember the dream. But for those of us who remember the dream, it is a time to communicate in the spiritual realm. 
And, and when you can learn, and see, this is one of the reasons why I, I said, did he pray before he went to sleep? I believe he prayed because when we pray, we, you know, we have a prayer that we pray at night. For your, many, you know, we've been doing it. Now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. You know, that ain't got nothing to do with Judaism. That's got nothing to do with Hebrewism. That's what we would learn in Christianity. Now I lay me down. That's a baby's prayer, right? But we learn to pray because when we pray, when we pray, no matter what your level of prayer is, you begin to open, you unlock the gate so that you can walk into the spiritual realm. Now, now, now think about this. And see, this is one of the reasons why I said we don't, we should not forget the spiritual aspect of who we are when we come into this Hebraic wall. Now, listen at this. When you pray, and these are very basic things, these are very simple things that we do. When you, when you pray and you, you take that key and you stick it in the lock and you open it up and you walk in through the gates into the spiritual realm, guess who's waiting for you? The angels of the presence, the angels of sanctification, they're there. And then Michael and Gabriel and Rachel and Ruhael, they're there. And they say, look at my brother, look at my sister. They're walking in, they want, to see, they want to hear unspeakable things. See, when you lay down, before you lay down and you do that prayer, these simple prayers, Jacob prayed before, I believe, Jacob prayed before, he, and he, when he laid down on that stone, Representing, representing the sign is a sign of the Mashiach, a sign of the stone, a sign of the the word of Yah. It's a symbolic thing. This is a symbolic thing. This stone. See, upon this rock, I will build my what? My congregation, my church on the rock. Abraham, and you see, Abraham knew about the rock. So Jacob lays his head down on the rock. His mind. Is on spiritual things. His mind is on the Torah. His mind is on his father. That stone represents his thought processes. Where his heart, where his head really was. We say, Shema Yisrael, Adonai Elohim, Adonai Echad, Shema. And we, say, and we start, when we get into it, we say, with all your heart and all your soul, your Neshema, your, your spiritual man. It reminds us, see, we do the Shema at night, reminds us. We do the Shema before you pray. Because it reminds you of the oneness of our Father, and it lets you know that in the spirit of your mind, you must return to the Father, give your thought processes to the Father, so that when you sleep, you can dream and remember and understand the reality of the spiritual realm. When Yaakov lay down there, and it says there's a ladder that goes to the heavenly come. That's representing how in the spiritual realm you're ascending. And, the, and you, you, it says you run and you return. We run and we return. We go and we return. I'm talking about some, some spiritual aspects that a lot of you don't know about. We are, I'm talking about the Merkaba, the chariot. These are, these are prophetical things that I'm talking about now. So y'all going to have to catch up. If you don't know about this, y'all out there, y'all have to catch up to where we are. Catch up. We're not coming. We're not going to stay where you are. We're going to bring you where we are. So when you're dreaming and he's going that ladder, is going up and coming. It's the and the, and I told you. I said, Michael and, and Gabriel and Ruel, you know, and Raphael. You, so you're getting some guidance, some protection. You're getting some some direction, and you're getting healing. All these angels represent something, and they're there when they're up. And he said, "You shall see angels ascending and descending upon the Son of Man." He's talking about you when you pray before you. You say the Shema before you lay down. 
And then you pray before you lay down. He's talking to you. He says, you shall see the, the angels ascending and descending. And that's the children of Israel. That's for the children of Israel because he is our father. He is our father. So he wants us to pray. He wants us to, we have the key to everything we need. And you see that I haven't even gotten it. I haven't even really gotten deep into this parashah yet. There is so much in this parasha, but I'm just looking, I'm just giving you a little nugget from the beginning of why we pray, why we say the Shema. And after we say the Shema, we do our prayer because we're preparing ourselves to receive from our Father. And even if you don't remember the prayer you prayed, sometimes we remember because it's very important. Some of those prayers, when you remember a prayer, when you remember a, a dream, when you remember a dream, you need to get the understanding of that dream because it is something. There is something in there that you need, and not just for you, but for somebody you know. It, it, it helps us to develop that sensitivity to the spiritual realm because we're not just organic beings. We were created in the earth realm we were given a portion of uh, 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 enough of the spirit. We he gave he poured it out without. I uh, put it this way, he poured it out without restraint. We restrain. We are the ones who restrain the power of the kingdom. But the more we pray and the more we acknowledge the power that is within us, and we submit to that power. Now you want to be careful when you submit it to the power because you want to make sure it's the power that comes from the word of Yah. Of being a Shabbat Shamahim, because they are in, in this realm that we live in. Understand where we live in Asiyah, this lower heavens that we live in. Remember, for you are those that have been taught, you that remember that in this realm, you can have good and evil mixed together. And the reason we know that, and the principle is laid down in the book of Genesis, and better sheep, better, better sheep, where it says, when Lilith, when, when this serpent, when the serpent spoke to Isha, he said, would you not, he used some, he used some, let me put it this way. He used some truth and some deception in there because we're in the realm where both are present. See, they're in the garden of Eden and he, and, 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 and this, the, the serpent is there with them in the garden. What does that tell us? It says in this realm that we live in, there is evil and there is good. And so that's why a lot of the people that go into ministry, as we call it, go into the churches, go into synagogues, they get messed up because they're too tied to the world system. They're like Lot's wife. They keep going back to the world system and they get deceived and they deceive other people because they have some truth and just a little bit of a lie to cause you to go the wrong way. We have a hand up, Rabbi. Go ahead. Got a hand up? When you were saying, when you're talking about the, the spirits, the two dichotomies, I guess, of the, the spirit world, there's the those spirits that are not righteous and those that are, I just thought all of a sudden, in the way you phrase it of James, where he says, it's kind of like, that's the same thing he's saying. And he says, beloved, believe not every spirit, but many false spirits have gone out into the world and then he proceeds to tell them how to be able to differentiate between the spirit that is of Yah and a spirit that is not of Yah. And I was like, oh, when you said that, I was like, that's exactly what he was saying. So he's like, so now I was thinking, if if it was not possible for you to be deceived, he wouldn't have bothered to say anything. 
which means that the spirits could be so convincing, you know, that you could think that you are walking up a right spirit, but not be, you know, and so you have to know and be able to discern based on certain standards, what is a right spirit or what, how, when you're dealing with a righteous spirit versus mm -hmm. that that is yeah. on the other side. Yeah, but you have to know, again, that's another reason why you have to be, know, not be familiar with, but you have to know the commandment. See, people right. go out and commit murder. Or they, I should put it, people go out and they kill. But put it that way. I'm not going to say murder. That's a legal term. I don't want to use a legal term. They go out and they kill people and they say they're doing it because God told them to do it. It's possible that a God told them to do it. A God, but not the God. You're going out killing, or, or, or that's my man. And he's married to somebody, else, that's my man. That's not from Yah. See, if you don't know the scripture, you'll go and do those things, right? And their presence, they're present in the earth realm. Yes, as you say, yes, he would not have said it if it were not so. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, we under we it's it's in the it's in the Torah, it's in the it's in the the prophets talks about. When the sons of God there with father, and there's one that came and said, how should I entice Ahab? He said, I'll go forward. Now, this wasn't a demon. He just, just, just a, a, see, we call him demon. But he came forward and said, well, I'll go. He said, and I'll be a lying spirit in the mouths of the prophets. You hear me? I'll be a lying spirit. In the, now, how are you going to determine what is a lie and what is true? If you don't know Torah, you don't know the lie. So you'll accept anything. Because spirits come out and they can't do anything unless they're allowed to do it. So the father said, go for it and you shall prosper. You shall prevail. Go on and you'll be prevailed. Why, why, why would he give him permission to be prevailing, to, to prevail? Because when you reject, when you reject, he says, what the prophet says? Because you reject me, you know, you reject knowledge, I reject you. And then another place says, you're not rejecting me, but you rejected yourself. So what happens is when you reject knowledge, when somebody comes to you with the truth and they show you in plain, bold-faced letters from the Tanakh, from the writers, from the scroll, and you still say, I don't care, that's when the spirit is able to deceive you. And so you go to the mailbox looking for a million dollars because somebody told you. And so you go and you throw your, your money on there, talking about money cometh, and you throw your money, and he dance around on the money, dance around on the money, and they're turning flips and calling all this stuff. Call it, money cometh to me. You can call money. Yeah, you can. See? But it's in the process of well, how, are you, how are you doing it? You do profit, you know, bring the money to me. That means the money's coming to him from your pocket. And then where is your prophecy? Where is your profit? Profit and talk about money. Where's your profit? Where's your money? See, that money that goes up on the altar comes back to the people to pay their bills, to help those that are in need. You know, not to buy a new Bentley, two, three Bentley, and drive and fly around the airport. Oh, my goodness, let me get off of this. Let me get off of this. Let me get off of this. Give me y'all. See, y'all got to pull my coattail. Tell me, slow down there. Rohe, slow down. Rohe, slow down. Shepard, slow down. You, you, you mess with folk. You mess with their money. Don't mess with my money. Don't go mess with them folk. You ain't got no money. But anyway, I want you to see, see, this is how people get deceived. This is how people, there's nothing wrong with 
there's nothing wrong with prosperity. There's nothing wrong with, with achieving wealth. That's a good thing. He wants it because he wants to confirm his covenant with you. He does. He wants to confirm his covenant with you. And he under and see, our father understands that in this realm, you know, what happened with Jacob? And this, what happened to him? You know, even though he was his his Laban deceived him and 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 robbed, tried to rob, tried to rob, tried to rob him, he still was able to prosper. Now that tells me that the father wants us to prosper. He's doing it to confirm his covenant with us. You see, but when you have the the when you reach that level, you made ten dollars. That's the level I'm talking about. If you made a dollar, you reach the level that you can give. You can share that part of your wealth. You can give out of your poverty, right? But there's a, but but when you're doing when you're talking in in the realm of we like we say tithe and offering, that money goes back to the people. You take a little bit, and the people have to prosper. Not just, you think about just in the congregation. No, 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 no. There are people on the street. You know, there are people that, are, that, that you know, we just came out what they call a, a Thanksgiving. And there, and I get these letters from the place to go and, you know, send money in to feed people. See, there are a lot of people out there that are going into hard times. Mm -hmm. And and I just feel, you know, and now this is for me. I'm going to back to something. This is for me. I always had a problem with, and I still have a problem with receiving Money's from people. I do. I have a, and I, you know, I, I have a problem. There's something, it's it just, for me, it's different. You know, I just have a, a it's a challenge for me. Because the reason it is because my father has been so good to me. And that, and that means that everything has been a, a bed of roses. But every time that I've fallen, he's lifted me up. Mm -hmm. He has set something in place. To sustain me. Mm -hmm. He has done it. Abram said, I don't want nothing from you unless you say that you made me rich. You know, so, but we have to be able, and I have to learn this humility to be able to receive from people because when you receive, when I receive, then people, are, they get blessed from that. It's called paying it forward, right? Mm -hmm. They call it paying it forward, you know? So it's a good thing. It, again, these principles are there so that we can prosper. But we're not supposed to prostitute mm -hmm. and become prophets of Baal. Right. The purpose of us receiving the wealth is so that we can have it to not, it's not ours. To understand that it is not ours. It Trans doesn't belong to us. Transfer it to the needy. That's right. And to those that, you know, you know, we we got nations of people that are own people. He said, don't turn your back on your own flesh. People that are in need. See? And this is the heart of, of Jacob, by the way. I want you, this is the heart of Abraham. Abraham would sit at the television at his tent and, and, and just wait for somebody to come back. Couldn't wait to help somebody. Isaac was the same way, and so is Yaakov. You see? And so are you. And so are the people that you see running up to the to the altar to throw out the money when they say money coming. Their heart is in the right place. And, and you know, the, and the, the thing is, in the end, at the end of the matter, you see, the father's there, and he's there for all of us. But we have to strive to understand and live by the covenant 
that we have with our Father. And when people tell you you don't need that anymore, remember where we are in the realm. It sounds like it's true. And there is some truth in it, but it is not the truth that is in the Torah or in the in the prophets. You see, people could deceive you and, and tell you things that are not in Torah. Go back and search what the Torah says. And you can do that with the basic. 10. The basic 10 will give you a lot of insight. But we're, we're studying this thing and, and we're looking at, like I said, now watch the deception of, of Laban. Let me go back over here to Laban. Again, it start, and this is family. This is family. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is, these are, and, and he was sent there to marry someone out of his own family. We call that tribalism. <clears throat> But the, the purpose of, you know, you don't want to be, even though Laban was an idol worshiper, he was still family. He was still family. And, 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 uh, and, and they've been separated by miles. You know, see, Jacob was, was traveling from the West going East. So he went East. He went and then he returned. Sound familiar? The dream was ascending and descending. So he went and returned. You see, he went into the land, accomplished his mission with challenges. All the time that he was there, there was challenges by his family, but he never gave up on his family. He stayed there as long as he could, <clears throat> but he had to leave. He said, now I got to go back and get my thing going. Many times we go visit our family, we go and we take our gifts with them, not money, not clothing, not, you know, but we take our gifts, which is us. We are the gift. The anointing that flows in us is the gift. The word, the example that we have to lay out before them is the gift. And we stay there for a time and we leave our gift with them. We leave and we go back to where we belong. Get back on track. Jacob left his home. It's like he was in exile. He went to his family, stayed there to help them to 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 to, to build. You know, do you know how he blessed Laban? He blessed Laban by marrying his daughters. Two of them, even though he was deceived, two of them. And the one of the daughters that he looked down upon with less favor was the one that had the first blessing, Leah. That's where I come from. <laughs> That's you know, she had that that they say she had a. A weak eye? If you look at my, I got a weak eye. <laughs> I got a weak eye. <laughs> I, I just I'm, don't don't no don't don't live on that now. <laughs> it's, you know we have that 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 sleepy eye. You know you got that one eye just look. You know I, I I say that's my layer eye. You know that means I'm one of them, you know one of them firstborns, right? You know I'm in the house. You know Absalom's in the house. But you know you see, but but all of the and 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 the thing think about this, you see. Leah is his first wife. Rachel is the one he loved. Second. When did Rachel have children? She couldn't have them herself, so she had what? Concubines to have them, right? But but when did she have? She had Joseph. And when she had a baby, Joseph, then, then he got taken away, sold into slavery. Check that out. See, and, and you know what? That was Jacob's favorite. He was his favorite. He was sold in slavery. Kind of reminded us of us. 
we're his favorite. You know, we're his firstborn. So we got sold off in the slavery. We got sold off. We were, we were, the, you know, we were the cream of the crop. He sold us off. And then we had a younger brother come after us. And when he was born, the mother dies. The one that Jacob loved so much. The beautiful one, you know, the fine one that he called the fine one. Extra special. But it couldn't have been too much different because he couldn't tell the difference at night. He didn't know. See? But, but you see, so sometimes things happen because we are we're not doing the right, you know, we're not quite, you know, we're putting too much emphasis on that, right? And the one that we despise is the one that gets the blessing, the one that we make, you know, so when we have children, we have to, you know, love them, right? We have relatives, we have relatives, we gotta, what, love them. Now we can't love them all the same, but we can love with, with equity because each one has a different place in life that they are. So we have to find out where they are in life and love them where they are. But at the same time as we're loving them where they are, we try to bring them to where we are. See, this is what Jacob was trying to do with Laban. Even, it, it, as a matter of fact, think about it. His daughter, Rachel, steals the idol. Right? She sits on it during, and she, well, she lied, actually. Said she was doing her that time of the month. Because she, she, you know, why would she take the idols? You know, you have to think about these things. But at the end, when Laban catches up to him and says, don't you know these are my children? These are my, your children are my children? Because that's, that's, the, that's the way it is, right? But at the end, he says, we got a covenant. Because we're relatives. Let's make it, we, you know, we're covenant, right? So we're, we're in covenant. We're family. Family is a strong nucleus. We not we not we don't have to agree. Now this is the holidays for for most people out there. That I don't you know I don't do that Thanksgiving thing. But there are a lot of people that do it. But when the families get together, from you know we all got that uncle that likes to drink. You got the one that likes to cuss. You got the one that's the clown. But they all come together under the same house. I, I used to work at the police department. That was our busiest time. Yeah. When, when Uncle Jethro will get drunk and start turning out the place, but go ahead. Yeah, but that's that's fact. But still, <laughs> Uncle Jethro, whoever he is, everybody still love him. They talk about it, you know, but that, all you got to watch him. You know. <laughs> but it's still family. He's right. invited every year. Come on, you know. Lock up your jewelry, <laughs> you know. But, but they you see. But again, you know, it's, it's, it's life and we're all placed here on this earth for a specific purpose and reason. And some, and, and, and it's important for us. I'm, I'm wrapping this up now, right? Because, uh, you know, when we, we're here and, and we're going through different things in life, we don't oftentimes remember that before we were here, we were in existence in the spiritual realm. Before we accepted the assignment to come and we were dispatched, you know, we knew everything. But as we came through the canal, the birth canal, our memories were wiped. The thoughts, the memory, they're still there, but there's a masak. There's, there's a shield against that we don't remember. And the only way you're going to get into that shield to get behind that curtain, that masak, is through prayer. 
and fasting. And then you begin to, and then the, in the dreams that you have, when your head is on the stone and you're focusing on the word and you're focused on the word and you begin to dream and the key is open, you begin to remember who you are. Remember where you came from and it comes to you in, this, in the form of dreams and visions. The only way you're going to begin to understand those dreams and visions is if you connect yourself to the word and to an understand that is given to you through the, the Ruach HaKodesh. We are spiritual people. Do not neglect the gift of the Holy Spirit that is in you, given to you by our Father in heaven. He never removed his spirit from us. But that masak, that block is there. It is there so that you can search for it and seek for it with all of your heart. That's the Shema. When you're showing your love and he's opening up because you're Shema, you're remembering that he created you. You know, and this is for those that are pro-lifers. Life does not begin in the womb. It was already there, always there. The assignment comes down from the father. He gives you a goof to live in, to accomplish what you have been sent to do. If you have godly parents, that's why we send back to the, the, the we say we're going to send to relatives. We want to get people that are spiritual. We want to be with people that are spiritual. We want our children to, to, to marry people that are already in the same way that we are. So that when their children can, they can teach their children when you're praying as a pregnant wife and when you're the husband and you have a wife that's pregnant, the words that you speak before the child comes into existence have an effect on the child because he's never a fetus. He's always a child. He was a child before he came into you. He's there. So we have to we have to live that life before the child. We have to speak the things even before he's born. We have to let him hear that music from the mother incubating that child, speaking the name to the child, the father laying hands on the mother, speaking the name and speaking righteous things. And that goes into the child's psyche. And the words that we speak, if we put more spirit into it, it allows that child to to, to to handle that key before he knows it. And you look at that child, you say, you've been here before. Because the life that you live, especially the mother, is in that child. The children of Leah and Rachel and the concubines that were there, the handmaidens that were with them, they had to be the right kind of mothers. Those children had to hear what Jacob had to say. He took them back to, to be close to people that were like him so they could hear the right thing so they could say, that's good stock. They come from good stock. What makes you good stock? Because you're following Torah. We are appealing to everyone that is an Israelite. We are speaking in, in the words of Mashiach bin Dawid. And we're searching for the children of Israel. So that we come back together as a people and speak the right words and live the right life before our children. And I, so that our children and our children's children can dream the proper dreams and get the proper information. They can have the attachment to the Father and knowing that we are one people set on the same journey. We're on the road 
Right now, we're all on the road to recovery. Right now, we're all being resurrected. I call it the resurrection of the dead. I call it a resurrection of the dead because surely, surely we were dead. Surely we were dead people. We were dead people. We were like zombies walking around imitating the other nations. And if you're still imitating the nations, that means you're still dead. You're still subject to the other side. Until we repent, you see, Jacob went and he returned. He went to the world system with his, his family and he returned to his father's house. We left the heavens where we were. We came down here on earth. We're going back to the heavens one day. But while we're here, we're like Jacob was with Laban. Jacob is doing all that he can in the right way. But the world system is coming against us and trying to deprive us and trying to trick us and robbing us. But we have to recognize Laban is the world system. And we have to deal with, and we overcome the world system, not because of, of, of most of who we are, but because of whose we are. See, Jacob belonged to Abraham, who belonged, right? See, to the covenant. And because of that covenant with Abraham, see, Yisak, Yaakov, and us, we're attached. And so when the world comes against us, see, you know, he'll, he'll raise up a standard against the world. When you find out that you're in trouble and you're having problems in the world, remember, Laban represents the world system. And he will do, he will trick you. He will deceive you, you see, and then complain when you do what is right. So we're going to do like Yaakov, Absom ben Yaakov. <laughs> We're going to do like Yaakov, our, you know, Isaac and Jacob, and we're going to stay the course. You know, he did some things. I, I'm going to close it up. He did some things with those, those, those speckled lambs and things. He did some things, you know, they just say, well, how did he do that? He did it because he was able to tap into the spiritual realm. Remember the angel? In Tobit, get that fish. Get that fish. Take the gall and the liver out of it. Take it out, right? What are we going to use that for? Well, he's going to do this to heal this, and he's going to open up that blind eye, blind eye. You know, he's going to get rid of the demons. You see? You understand what's going on? He did it for him. He'll do it for you. But you have to tap into the spiritual realm. So that the angels, the messengers, see, the messengers are going to speak to you. And when they speak to you, they're speaking to you in the first person, just like coming hot off the press from the Father. That's why they say, when he says, I said it. Because he said, and you speak to him, you know, when you, and, and, and check this out now. Let's go. When you say, in Jesus' name, in, in Jesus' name, you know, it's like he's speaking. But you're using his name, Right? without keeping the Sabbath and the feast, without keeping the, the Sabbath and the feast, without, without adhering to it and listening to it and acknowledging the covenant. And you're saying, you're saying it in his name. That's not, you shouldn't do that. You better check the commandments. You should not use the name of the Lord thy God in vain or in false oaths. 
When you say you're saying something in, in Yeshua's name, Yeshua, oh, Yeshua Shai's name, and you're rejecting the Torah, the commandments, and you're saying that it, it, it doesn't, it's not relevant today, be careful. Now, I've said it. Now, I've said it. Rob Opsman said it. But you have to be careful. You don't do it because I said it, but go ahead and check the scripture. You see, when the angels speak in his name, they speak just like it's hot off the spread. So in, in other words, they put a principle in that. That's a principle in that. So if you're using Yeshua's name, Yahuwah Shai's name, Yeshua's name, Jesus' name, whatever name, that you, and, you, and you're ascribing it to the Father, you better make sure. Okay, you better make sure. All right. One of the reasons why we, 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 in public, we don't use the name. A lot of times we don't do it because people will take that thing and, and go the wrong way with it. They'll take it and go the wrong way. That's why many times we do it. You, see? you, got, you got to know. But it's out there now because, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses use it and everybody uses the names and, and you know, and then and using the name and, and, and not keeping the Sabbath. You know, people out there using the name and not keeping, keeping the feast, not uh, obeying the, the covenant. Not walking like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and wanting the blessing of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and wonder why, you know. I hope um, and I pray that the children of Israel, I pray that we come back together. Come together in the, the house of our Father and, and not neglect the gift that is in us. Don't be afraid. To, to operate in the gifts and the power of the Ruach HaKodesh. Put aside the foolishness and the foolish things. Let's lay them aside every heavy weight. We're going to make mistakes. That's okay. Make mistakes, get up. Throw a good man falls, he shall right. And, I, and I, when I say man, I keep saying it's man stuff, but it's all of us, men and women, children, you know, B'nai Israel. When we fall, when we make a mistake, we fall, we dust ourselves up, we get up off the ground, we keep it going. Say we keep going. It's because we want to be an example to our family. We want to be an example to the world. That though we fall, we still get back up. Though you may see us living in hotels and in cars, it's not going to always be that because it's not about hotels and cars and where we live and how it's about our trust in our father because he will deliver us. And if we see a brother like that, we're supposed to do what? Extend our hand because that is the father that they will see at that time. Bless his name. Bless his name. He is awesome. He is powerful. We are his children. We have the power to operate in the earth realm and in the heavenly realm. We, uh, we see the angels ascending and descending. We represent in the earth the ascending, ascension and descension of the power of, of the heavens being manifest in the earth. We have that power as a people a child, the children of Yah to make changes in the world. We are a blessing to the world. We have been scattered amongst the world. And whether you know it or not, we are like the, the, the stars in the sky. There are so many of us and we don't even know who we are. But there are more of us in this world than you could ever imagine. And we are scattered amongst the nations. We're fragmented. and and But we outnumber everyone else because we are fulfilling the blessing, the word is going for, as he said earlier, right? He says the word out, does not return to him void till it accomplished the thing that he set it out to do. And if he said that Abraham was going to be like the stars, guess what? 
You better take it to the bank. Amen. Take it to the bank. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start right there because I'm feeling pretty good. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good. All right. And just remember, you are the children of Yah. We are in the world system, and we are we have the power to change things in the world system. No matter what the world throws at us, we can change it. We can change it. Amen. Thank you for the food, Rabbi. Offshore being your co. Uh, Sister Lisa, if you can do our closing prayer, please. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for the word that has been delivered to us. May we, may it penetrate us, penetrate our heart, our soul, our mind, and prayerfully never forget it. Apply it daily uh, to our lives and to the lives of others. Again, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the opportunity. We thank you that you, you are one. You are one with Torah. You are one with Yeshua HaMashiach HaRuah HaKodesh. And I thank you for that. That's my soul prayer is that you are one. We don't have to go various places looking for answers to other things. May we incline our ear to your wise sayings and do them. We give you thanks. We give you praise. We honor you. We bless you. We praise you. Our soul is to bless you and all that is within us. Bless your Kodeshim. Our soul is to give you thanks for all that you have done, for the removal of disease and its characteristics, for the blessings that the bounty that you give to us daily, not to heap it upon ourselves, but to give it to those in need. I thank you for that. Let us not take the gifts and the blessings that you give us for granted, but to let them be a opportunities for them to be shared amongst others that don't have that they may see you in us and not we in ourselves that they may see you in us our speech let it be what you said what thus says Hashem help us to separate emotion from action not speaking out of emotion because we don't realize who we're speaking to and what we're saying. Help us to know the difference between speaking of self and speaking of spirit and soul. Help us to know differences. Also, help us to number our days that we may give uh, bountiful blessings back to you that you have shared them with us. B'Shem Yeshua, amen. Amen. Thank you for the beautiful prayer. Thank you all for tuning in. We know Hanukkah is coming up. So next week we'll be talking about us celebrating Hanukkah. A lot of people say, well, Hanukkah for the Hebrew Israelites, it's like Christmas. No, it's not. You know, our mm -hmm. Maccabees, we defeated the Greeks. We're going to um, talk about that. Uh, we're going to tell you about it last eight days from December 7th through uh, December 15th. It commemorates us defeating the Greeks, taking the temple back. And so uh, it has nothing to do with, with anything with Christmas. And so um, we just want you to get educated and learn these feast days. And so and that's the beginning of, of knowledge is walking in these feast days and keeping the Sabbath day holy this Saturday as Rabbi, he just preached and teached on it. 
You're using saying in Jesus' name, but you won't even keep the feast days that he kept, are Yahshua. So in the, in the Torah, the first five books. And so we hear about the truth. We're here to tell the truth. And we're not asking you to, what, convert. We talked about that yesterday. We talked uh, last week, we talked about you to come back to your roots. This is coming back to our roots. You're not converting. It was taken from us. And we're just bringing you back. That's all. And so um, knowledge is power. And to know the first five of the books where you came come from is power. Your anointing is in there. And so we love you. We thank you for tuning in. And we will see you next Saturday. We ask that you share. Shalom. 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 Shalom.